Sincere webcast steam brand Sincere podcasts providing a curated collection of essential sound click music, talk, and round up about an topic available to share and connect hosted by Elcon and available to share and stream from Facebook. Twitter and SoundCloud Sincere Webcasts is now number 1 out of the top 10 and 11 out of the top 50 for podcasts at SoundClick. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's episode. Okay, today you're listening to Sincere Webcasts. I'm Elkina. Uh, we are at the Mamba Street Baptist Church and I'm joined today for my chat with Ash. Ash is a local painter, artist, musician. Uh, say hi, Ash. Hi, how are you guys doing? Okay. Right. Um, today, the subject of the show is called Disgust Does. Uh, we'll be getting to that in a variety of ways. Ash, if you'd just like to tell me, um, how long have you been in Bath? I've been back in Bath now for about five years. Uh, prior to that, I was travelling. I was living in Africa for a couple of years and the States, uh, New Orleans. But I am originally from this part of the world, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I'm networking with you um, already at Facebook. Yes. Um, what, what's life like for you at Facebook? Sorry, run that one by me. Yeah, what, what's life like for you? Oh, it's funny you should ask that, Frank, because today I've just been um, re-released after a 30-day ban. Um, it's not the first time I've had a 30-day ban. This is about the third time, and it was for using the F word. Uh, not the F word that you would assume one would use if you were to get a ban. I won't go into detail about what the F word was, but it began with an F and it ended in a T. But I was actually referring in a pejorative sense to about some, something else. But let that just be a warning to everybody. Do not use the F word on Facebook. So for 30 days uh, I've been banned. The, the silver lining of that is that it got me back onto Twitter and Instagram, which I would have never have used otherwise. But today is my return to Facebook. So I look forward to more, some more expletives and controversial posts. Fantastic. I did notice that your, your settings had changed and you, your profile had gone private. Yes. So, well, um, that's interesting. That, was, that would have been because of the 30-day ban, yeah. So already we're getting to the point um, for the theme of the, the show today, yes. um, it disgust does. Yeah. I mean, I swear loads. Yeah. And my media yeah. content, like my music sometimes yeah, is, yeah. is full of, you know, exactly. like profanity. So. And, and do you know what? This is the whole notion, I mean, especially in America, the whole thing about freedom of speech. You know, the, there's no official language. You, you're allowed to use, technically, allowed to use any words that you want. And have any, have any point of view from the Ku Klux Klan to the Black Panther Party? And I think the problem with Facebook, now that they've started censoring certain people, including Donald Trump, they can't call themselves, you know, um, an, an open media platform any more than TikTok, really. Uh, the moment you start censoring one thing, then you have to censor certain other things. So, for instance, I, I got banned for using a word. Um, to some people, it may be offensive. To other people, not. Uh, but I think that's maybe the problem Facebook is experiencing right now, uh, you know? that they're, they're choosing to censor certain things. They are, yeah. Uh, which goes against, you know, the, the, the number one First Amendment of America, which is, you're entitled to your point of view. Other people don't have to agree with it. It's, it's just a point of view. That's it? correct, yeah. Um, in England, it's a bit different, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, our politics are, are a bit more conservative, if you like. Yeah. Um, although, what with the new Bill of Rights and everything yeah. as well, that's, like, really, that's... Um, 
in that imposing a form of censorship, right? And that and safeguarding. Okay. Like I didn't know about that. What? Tell me a little bit more about this. Um, uh, what happened recently with the protests in Bristol? Yeah. Uh, against the new Act, uh, the Bill of Rights mm-hmm. uh, have been amended, okay. reformed, um, and Bristol went really large. Yeah. Being aggressive, yeah. attacked the police and the local government. Okay. Um, setting fire to things and right, right. protesting, but. Um, the bill itself is so that people can't gather to protest okay. and stuff like that. Um, and it's also to safeguard the police. So like, if the police get attacked when they're on duty, right. there's yeah. the being used blank laws in place I see. to countermeasure it. Right. That That's very interesting because the whole the US Constitution was based on, on our Bill of Rights in the first place, wasn't it? You know? yep. So the fact that they're changing it, you know, that's, um, that's news to me, but that's not necessarily good news, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, did you notice any of the protests that went on here above? Because uh, there was a couple of days where people did a march right. the central town. I, I did, yeah, because when I put up my paintings, obviously I see everything going on in the town. So a few people walking past, but I wasn't actually aware what they were protesting against at the time, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it just rushes past you, you know, and all you see is a few placards. Uh, you don't really get time to gather what, what was going on. but. Um, that's good. And then having been now having a bit more information about what they're protesting against, so yeah. I thoroughly agree with them. You know, I mean, you, it's like unpicking a 400-year-old institution, isn't it? And if you're going to start doing that, then then anything can change, really, but not necessarily for for the better, you know. Right. Now, to get with the program on yes. who exactly Ash is. Ash is to me myself, speaking for myself, he's a very exuberant and personality, a very exuberant personality in Bath. Uh, he's got a lot of character. Um, he's somewhat eccentric, he's an, and as I said, he's an artist. Um, do you want to tell some of the listeners exactly what I'm getting at with your artwork? Yeah, well, the funny thing, I, I always did art, Frank, since I was a young kid. I was on, like, Tony, Tony Hartz and Ralph, Ralph Harris Cartoon Club, you know, as a child. The Disney Club, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I went to university. I started to get into a little bit more into computers. That was in, into the late 90s, you know, when the internet was first emerging. Yeah. So I worked in London for, as a web designer for about 10 years. Uh, I was in a band at the same time, but that never really amounted to much. Did a bit of travelling, as, as one does, and then it, it, I, back to the art, how I became a street artist. That, that wasn't something that I ever grew up, you know, uh, with an ambition to do. It was from my time in New Orleans, uh, I saw a lot of street artists out there, and I, I just observed them, I watched them, I hung out with them. I got back to England, um, I, I tried it for myself, I discovered that I could do that. Went back to New Orleans for a bit, um, came back here, and I've been doing that ever since for the last five years. It's not necessarily the most lucrative business but you know it's sustainable um if an artist can sell one one painting a day you know from waking up with no money you've, you've made some money that day so um it's not it's not a bad uh, career there's obviously other ways uh to make more money but I, i'm happy doing it it gets me out there um and people seem to like my paintings which is good for the most part Every painting I've done, I've sold. If I didn't, obviously I would have decided on a career change, probably work in Sainsbury's or something. Right. Um, but people seem to like it. And my art is a little bit out there, but that's... It is. It, yeah. it's, you, it's a kind of character choice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to explain? Well, you know, I didn't want to be like a boring artist. There's just so many artists who just... Uh, many different artists can paint just a perfect portrait, but then you might as well take a photograph, you know? To me, that's boring, you know? And, and out in America, 
I wasn't copying anybody's style, but you do tend to see this more kind of cartoony commercial style. It's more accepted over there, yeah. you know, uh, as opposed to the sort of traditional style over here. And, and they kind of like that. And I think, you know, it, it is kind of boring if everybody painted in the same way. Um, you might as well just print a photograph, really. So it's, I try to be a little bit out there, but not too out there, if you know what I'm saying. You know, it, it, you, you can see who the, who the characters are in my paintings, but at the same time, I'm not trying to be... Salvador Dali or, 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 or re reproduce it perfectly. So it's, when people ask what, what kind of style, I say pop art. You know, it, it is pop art. Yeah. It, it doesn't take me hours to do, but then that's, that's part of the style, you know. And, and as I said, for the most, it surprised me getting back to England that people seem to respond to it and like it. You know, I thought it might be a bit out there for the average English person. It, it, it might be for some people, yeah. but young people seem to like it. Uh, artists, skater types, punks, yeah. you know, uh, the, the, the people bordering on the edge of graffiti seem to respond to my artwork, so that's good. And, and you, that, that's the, yeah. the type of, uh, sorry, that's uh, all right. You're the subjects or within your paintings. Yes. I mean, you choose a lot of celebrities yeah, that are very yeah. popular, modernised. The way I describe it, Frank, is, is rock star rules. Uh, I used to be in a band, so obviously I, 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 I like a lot of those musical heroes. Um, yeah. Most of the ones I paint are the sort of the dead legends of Jimi Hendrix and David Bowie. Unfortunately, dead people do tend to sell more. Uh, and Star Wars, um, everybody loves, not everybody, but a lot of people like Star Wars. And again, I suppose I'm, I'm adapting a sort of pop culture but, but I'm putting it in, I'm reproducing it in a sort of pop style and yeah, it seems to go down well. So my current uh, demographic, I would say, yeah, rock, rock star wars. That's me trying to be clever, okay. but to, to nail it down to about three words. Yeah. And you've actually met some of the people, I have. some of those celebrities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my band, you know, it was in several bands. It wasn't particularly successful. We were one of those bands kind of on the periphery of the Camden scene, you know, in the late 90s. And then obviously Glastonbury was near, near here, so I went to that a few times. And, busted backstage, you know, so you get to meet a lot of these other bands, you know, and, and hang out with them and get your picture with them, which is nice, but yeah. ne never, the funny thing is, I've, I've, I've made more money out of my paintings than I ever did being in a band, I mean, most people will tell you that being in a band, you don't really make any money, you know, yeah. unless you get a record deal, and then you can lose the record deal as well, so yeah. at some point, you really have to find a career change or get a proper job, so at least with the paintings, yeah, I, you know, it, it keeps my head just above water, it, it keeps me in cigarettes, and and whatever else, so it's just an extra little money maker, really. Um, so I'm not complaining, I, and I, I think I'll just, I haven't given up music, but I'm not, I'm not doing it in the way seriously that I used to. Um, I, I happily just rather carry on being a painter, really. It's easier, it's yeah. less, less, less drugs, less stress, and um, you know, it's a, it's a calmer career, so yeah. Unlike a lot of musicians who just end up dead or on drugs, I, I'm glad I found something else to do, really. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> So, is life in Bath treating you all right at the moment? Well, I thought I should say that, you know, when you come back to your hometown, it's, it's, it's not necessarily always a silver cloud. I mean, having travelled, you know, there are worse places to live on earth, I can testify to that. Bath is a good place for artists and musicians. You can make a career here. I'm not the only artist. There's a lot of buskers, and they're all very good. Um, so, yeah, as if, if I was to recommend it to artists and musicians, Yes, you can, you can make a living here, and tourism drives this town. You know, we're one of the top ten spa towns in Europe. Yep. Um, so, you know, we should be proud of our town, and it's, it's no offence to Stoke-on-Trent, but yep. I'd rather live in Bath. Yeah. I mean, the indie scene in Bath is 
it's it's been buzzing and yeah. um, it's been nutting and then it's it's yeah. up and down, isn't it? It's a funny thing with music because I left Bath to go to London to go to Camden, you know, in the late nineties because yeah. that's where everybody that's where the scene was. And I think the problem with Bath is it's almost too too posh in a way. To, I think to get a good music scene, you need a bit of a ghetto, yeah. you know, and you always find that good music comes out of the kind of rough areas, yeah. you know, Brixton, Camden, Bristol. So I think as a musician. You, you can't be you can't be too shiny and clean. If you really want to make it, you should go to those areas, you know, yeah. kind of get down in the trenches. I did, and it did me a lot further. That's how I met everybody that I met. So Bath's a good place to live. It's a good place to go to college, BA1 Records. But I think yeah. if you want to if you want to be a musician, get out there, go to all the festivals, go to Austin, South by Southwest, like I did. You'll meet a lot of people in, in a very short amount of time, and and. Um, you know, Barca, I think Barcelona is a place to retire, mm. not so much to make it, if, if you know what I'm saying. You know, but yeah, and I hear what you're saying, because the actual bohemian type yeah. indie scene, it, yeah. it's, it is not just sort of stagnated, yeah. or like, I mean, myself, I'm somewhat of an outcast, although I do what I do for a yes. number of years, yes. now and then, yeah. I'm still quite a fringe pariah yeah. of sorts, and I... It's not like I'm really pick, like stuck up and picky and choosy, but um, what do you think? The festival's on right now. We've got so yeah. Well, do you know what? I think Bath. You know, we were obviously we had Glastonbury down the road uh, ten to twenty years ago. I was a stalwart of the Bell. Do you know what I mean? We do still have this sort of hippie community, and, and yeah. obviously all the people live on canals. It has changed. It's not as kind of hippie uh, as it used to be, but I hope I hope that we can always. I think you'll always have that contingent of people in Bath and obviously as you said with the festival and we've got a really good you know we've got a really good history of music I mean Led Zeppelin played one of their first gigs here at the Pavilion you know yep. there's a lot of famous musicians who live around here so it ain't a bad place to live as, as a as a musician I, I think the one thing I'm seeing before my eyes I'm seeing a lot more gentrification I mean Bath is a posh town it already mm. has been but mm. I'm seeing more more of a sort of divide now I've, you know and I think it would be a shame if we lose that kind of hippie you know what I mean that kind of community that we've always had since That's the 60s, right. 70s, you know. Yeah. Uh, Bath, Bath is just as famous for that as it is for the Georgian buildings and everything else, you know. I mean, I've always enjoyed the fringe. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, every year is a little bit different. Yes. Um, obviously, what with COVID and everything, we're coming mm-hmm. out the other side of mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. so um, things are starting to pick up. That's and right. then towards autumn, there'll be other aspects of the Fringe Festival. That would be good. And the International Music Festival. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. So you're looking forward to it? Definitely, mate. Yeah, all those things. I mean, I'd almost forgotten about all those things. That's what COVID did, isn't it? You know, but on, on a good year, yeah, there's always plenty of stuff going on like that. Um, and I'm sure it will return to normal uh, for all us artists, musicians, writers and creative types who, who live in, uh, in Bath. Right, I'm just looking at the time. Short this is only a short show today. Um, a short chat, chat show. Um, do you listen to SoundClip, Ash? I don't, SoundClip. I don't, but I should do. Right, I love it when this sort of thing happens. Right, yeah. SoundClip is a music community website. Okay. Uh, this webcast itself is 